throughout June and July in the parish of Yate what we're looking at is a sermon series on the pastoral principles laid out for living well together by the Church of England. Each week we will have a different number of these pastoral principles which we will discuss in the sermon as part of our sermon series. This week uh, Gail will be laying out all the pastoral principles together and introducing the whole sermon series. Each week on the website and on, on the podcast we will have the sermon excerpt discussing each of these uh, pastoral principles. These have been laid down by the Church of England as a way to help us to live together as a community better, in particular relation to the ongoing discussions about how we relate to and include LGBTQ plus people uh, within our church community. The reading chosen for today's sermon is the song from Philippians at the name of Jesus. And after the reading of that uh, song from the letter of Philippians, Gail will preach a sermon about the pastoral principles. The second reading is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above all names, that is at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
and I feel I've, as though I've got to know some of you pretty well. Um, but I wonder how you would feel if in this last time that I am with you before I leave, I told you something about myself that's integral to the way I live, but I've not shared with you in the four years that I've been here. What if this was a piece of information that might change the way you look at me and might make you reconsider certain events over the last few years in the light of this information? What if I hadn't shared this in detail of my life with you because I wasn't sure about how you would treat me afterwards? That you wouldn't understand my difference? That I would be judged? I wonder how you would feel. This reading from Philippians 2 that John read for us earlier is asking us to conduct all of our relationships like Jesus did, putting everyone above ourselves, valuing everyone else. Even Jesus, who is God, humbled himself to be one of us, not valuing his life above everyone else's, prepared to die for us. What an example to live up to. And how do we even try? The Church of England has, over the past few years, been looking at how we can live well together as people of God, as a community here. As Christian communities, we are held together in the love of Christ. We have many differences, which are gifts, and which can build us up in trust and mutual affection, but they can also mar the image of Christ that we are supposed to be reflecting in our shared lives. This is particularly true of people from the LGBTI plus people community in our Christian communities who have not always felt welcomed or felt that unconditional love of Christ that we are called to reflect. In order to address this reality, we've been given some pastoral principles that we've been invited to look at and examine our lives not just relating to LGBTI plus people, but to all difference and diversity within our churches. These resources invite us to sit down together with each other and like the crowds that followed Jesus around, to be nourished by Christ. It's an invitation made in faith that God will provide the nourishment that we need to better understand his purposes in relation to human identity, to sexuality, to relationships and to marriage. It's an invitation that carries with it the power of God's love, the love of the one who created us and cares for us in the seemingly impossible dilemmas we face as a church with regard to our different perspectives on these matters. Over the next six weeks, we're going to be using our scriptures to help us consider what the House of Bishops are calling the pastoral principles. These are the things that stand in the way of good quality relationships. The things that are at work in our communities that we need to acknowledge before we even begin to think about how we address them. 
So there are six principles, and I'm just going to give you a brief outline today, and then over the next six weeks, they will be expanded. So firstly, acknowledge prejudice. We are all made in the image of God. So, and so each one of our differences is a gift from God. However, we all have experiences of life, both positive and negative, which condition the way we think. What this first principle is asking us to do as a community is to dig deeper and acknowledge anything that gives us preconceived ideas about people, that allows us to judge people before we've got to know them as a child of God. This can sometimes be painful, as we like to think that we are welcoming people. But are there things that make you hang back? Is there a part of you that welcomes people of difference, hoping that you'll be able to change them and make them a bit more like you? The second principle is speaking into silence. Jesus, in his tenderness and compassion, still challenged others when he felt they needed to be challenged. If we are to be the body of Christ, then we should seek to be a place of openness, of acceptance, challenge and hospitality. Good pastoral care of people of difference can only happen where their presence and questions are out in the open. Everyone should be given permission to speak and the space to speak if they would like to. To be able to speak so that they can, others can hear their vulnerability and feel that they are not alone. If we are to be truly welcoming churches, that means that both head and heart must be welcoming no matter what the personal circumstances of the person who walks through that door. The third principle is to address ignorance. Now, we are all ignorant about certain things. We can't possibly know everything. And we are bound to be ignorant about people who are different than us. However, the experiences and perspectives of those in our church communities can help us learn about those differences. There is no excuse for us not to learn about other cultures and ways of living, of being, if they are here within our community, living among us. If we respect others, and if we love one another as Jesus has loved us, then we will want to find out about our neighbours, and we will want to actively listen, and not just assume that we know who they are and how they feel. The fourth principle is about casting out fear. In order to perfectly love one another, we need to cast out fear. People need to know that when they walk through that door, that they can be honest about who they are and not be afraid that they will be treated differently because of this, that we will love them no matter what. So we must cast out that fear. The fifth principle is to admit hypocrisy. Because of our faith, we believe nobody is outside of the love of God and that everyone is valued and loved 
on the basis of Christ's redeeming love, life, death and resurrection. Therefore, it cannot be right that there are situations where people feel forced to hide their sexuality or gender identity or the fact that they're vegetarian. Where we evade any difficult conversations or ignore these facts, we are in fact being hypocritical. It is in effect being like those Pharisees who wanted to be seen keeping the law, but were not in fact living out the good news. And finally, we are asked to pay attention to power. Christ took on the humility of a servant. And therefore, if we are to model ourselves on him, we too will not think of ourselves more highly than others. This means that we should be aware of where there are disparities in power and be careful not to abuse this. There are, all time, there are times for all of us when we hold the power in a relationship. This might be as a result of our role in church or in the workplace our social status, our sexuality, gender, ethnicity or age. We need to be truly vulnerable with each other so that we can minister to each other authentically and be aware of where there is real or perceived power dynamics at play. Well, you may all well be listening to this and thinking, well, I think we're all very welcoming here at St Nick's. Why do we need to be thinking about this? But what if I had made an announcement this morning about my lifestyle choices? What if I had felt that I had to hide who I am? What if there are people here who do not feel that they can be true to themselves? These six principles that I've been speaking about have been formulated focusing on the LGBTI plus communities, but can equally be applied to other groups of people who may represent our community here in Yate, but may also be missing from our church community. It can also be applied to our church community. There may be others who are here that are silent or silenced. Our Gospel reading today from Mark talked about being forgiven for our sins, but in order to do that we need to acknowledge our sins, and that means from time to time examining ourselves, acknowledging that we might be falling short. And this is what these principles are going to help us to do, and we're going to find out a little bit more about that over the next six weeks. The passage that was read to you from Paul's letter to the Philippians reminds us of our duty to value others above ourselves, as our duty as a church, to be like Christ in the way that we love and think, to model Christ's tenderness and compassion. By using these pastoral principles as a basis for our conversations, we begin to think how we can truly live out this calling and how we can be truly transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And no, in case you are wondering, there is no big announcement here. Over the past few years you've seen me, thoughts and all. Amen. Amen.